All right. Well, welcome to today's podcast on the show. Today we get into Would You Rather Wednesday and also the big debate between Michael Jordan's shoes and George Washington's hair. There all is right? no question. It's not even funny. I can't <laughs> even talk about this with you anymore. Also, I'd make up or break up. Emily did something seven times, seven times at dinner during her date with Sean. Also, fix my life when your husband starts seeing a psychic and starts acting really weird. So that's all on the show today. Thank you for the support. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing, following us on social media at Joey and Lauren Show. We appreciate the love and enjoy today's podcast. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Good morning. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? I'm okay. I was up late last night. And then, you know, have you ever woken up where your eyes feel like they're glued shut? You can't open them and it, like, hurts You ever to been to college them? where they glue your eyes shut in a party? <laughs> I haven't. I was just asking. I have. Oh my gosh! I can see that happening. That's horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. You ever, you ever have like at a like a sleepover where you fall asleep and someone like draws yes, on you with magic the marker? The mustache with the sharpie or the whipped cream in the hand, and I they still tickle don't your get nose. That. How in the world can you not tell that someone's writing with a sharpie on your face? Depends on how tired you are. I knocked out last night, so I you probably could have drawn, drawn on my face. I wouldn't have even known. I did get a text last night uh, from a friend of mine, and it was that same thing. And I think it's because we talked about it uh, a couple of days ago. And they texted me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I shouldn't be texting you this late. And I'm like, well, I'm already awake, so go <laughs> ahead. Shoot. You already woke me up. Yeah. Let's play a game we call Pick That Topic. What do you want to hear about first? The future is here. And a new product I want to buy or the Oreo conspiracy theory? I'm very intrigued by the Oreo okay. conspiracy theory. Uh, I, can't ta- I can't take credit for this. I was watching a video uh, on uh, Twitter last night um, about a guy that works for, you've heard of Barstool Sports. Yes. His name is Big Cat. He's a personality on that on that uh, sports network and everything. Well, he talked about this Oreo double stuffed conspiracy theory that I've, he says other people have talked about it and then it sparked this whole conversation. So here's his theory. Double stuffed Oreos, right? Mm-hmm. Which have been around for probably 20 years. They've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe even longer than that. Double stuffed Oreos. What Oreo did is they actually didn't double stuff the regular Oreo. They took cream away from the regular Oreo, put in the double stuff. So they want you to think the double stuff is actually like what a regular Oreo should be like. And then they weakened the original Oreo. Make sense? Really? Yeah. And what's what's the source here? What are your sources just other this, than people assuming? He just went off with this conspiracy theory. He's like, I'm telling you. He goes, I, I can't know for sure, but regular Oreos, like the original yeah. Oreo, not the double stuff, they have way less cream in them than they used to. I prefer. And they put that in the double stuff. I prefer original Oreos over double stuff. I'm not going to lie. That saddens me. I like the cookie better. Like if we're dissecting an Oreo... I'm going to go for the cookie all day. If I could only choose the cream or the cookie, you can't eat both. I'm eating the cookie. The Forget cream the cream. Is, do you know what people the do? The cream is bleh. People open the Oreo and then, you know, scrape it off with their teeth oh. like a bunny rabbit. Yeah, I and then do that. There's been times when I was younger, I would open an Oreo, take the cream out, throw the cookies away. What? Yes. Or I'd give, them to, my, I'd give them to my older brother because he, you know, he was like a disposal. He's not an he would, just, he would just eat everything. <laughs> so do you believe that conspiracy theory? Do you uh, yeah. think they actually I'd didn't like double to, stuff the original Oreo? I'd like to see them both side by side and make that assumption because the problem is double stuff has been around for what you said, like 15, oh, yeah. 20 years at least. Yeah. 
So I would have to go back in time and see what the original Oreo looked like. Now I, I don't know. I'm so accustomed and conditioned to the new, the current Oreo. Yeah. I'm believing the conspiracy theory. Maybe we didn't land on the moon. Double stuff's not really double stuffed. <laughs> okay, like, calm down. I, I'm just, I just don't <laughs> Those believe are two anything. Totally anymore. different things. <laughs> By the way, who is still buying original Oreos? Me. How can I you, like original Oreos. How can you Oreos. go to the store and see double stuff? I think they're the same price, too. I don't even think they upcharge you for double stuff anymore. It's actually hard to find the original Oreo because yeah. everything's double stuff. And stuffed. now I'm not talking about like the, you know, all the special flavors yeah. that we've tried before, right. right? I mean, and now there's like, 15 flavors at any given moment. It's funny you bring that up. So I was doing a uh, bike ride yesterday and the instructor, which just a really poor choice, was talking about Oreos. Yeah. So as I'm like, (laughs) like dying, he's talking about delicious, delectable Oreos and it was getting in my head. And he was talking about all the crazy flavors and he says, mark my words, there will one day be a beer flavored Oreo. Oh, for sure. He's like, there will be a flavor of everything on this planet before I die of Oreo. I know. I know. There totally will be. There totally will be. Now, everyone's telling me I got to try the uh, pink donut one. People say the pink donut Oreo is really, really good. I'm still looking for the brookie. I cannot find it anywhere at stores. Well, I yeah, my cousin tried the Brookie, and he said it is the best Oreo he's yeah. ever had in his life. So just to recap, you would rather buy a regular pack of Oreos than a double stuffed pack of 100%. Oreos for the same price. Price doesn't matter. Hundred percent. And I use the fork hack with the uh, dipping in milk because it is blasphemous to have an Oreo without milk. I don't even know if blasphemous works in that sentence. Uh, yeah, I don't really. But you like cannot them try. have an Oreo without milk. And so I grab my glass of milk, and I grab a fork, and then I stick my fork into the cream, yeah. and then I dip it in so you dunk and soak the entire cookie, and it is It really is a genius move. Uh, normally when with my Oreos, I go two or three dry, and then I dunk them in milk. Like, I always, when I open up a fresh pack, I'll always grab two or three. It's your starter cookie. Yeah, and it just, it gets me warmed up. <laughs> it's and your then, test And then I dip them in. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Who knew pet nannies were a thing? It is taking over the world after pet adoptions had have skyrocketed. Uh-huh. And uh, this is what's happening. There are people who are termed pet nannies that when you adopt a pet, say, from somewhere that's out of state, Far away. You want this pet. You adopt them, but you don't have the time or resources to go get this pet, but you want them to have the five-star VIP treatment. People are now paying people, pet nannies, to travel to go get their pet, give them this nice VIP treatment, TLC, all the way back, travel, and bring them to you. That well, is a thing now. We have a coworker. She got her French Bulldogs from, like, San Diego or something, and, yeah, had a whole, I think, did they fly over? I can't remember what it was, but... I'm not sure, but uh, for instance... I want that gig. I'll just go pick up puppies from all over the country. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Uh, People are getting paid a fee to do it, plus airfare. So they go, they fly, they get paid, and then they basically play with the adorable puppies or kittens all the way back home to deliver the animal to the new owner. You know, I'm allergic to cats, but I may be, for the right price, I'll sit on a plane with a cat. All up in my face and me sneezing like crazy. Yeah, you know we have friends that um they uh they raise uh, Doberman Pinchers and man they will send those dogs. I'm not joking you to like Russia and all yeah. these amazing places and all they over. train them up and they're like super dogs and they will fly them like first class over there, get them to Russia and 
They, I mean, they a make, better life than oh, I do. <laughs> they make a ton of money. Like, they are, I think they're stinking yep. rich at this point. Yep, there's a woman named Kristen who is a pet nanny, and she makes about 13 to 15 trips per month for different couples and different families who are expecting their next Gosh, that sounds fun, pet. right? Doesn't that sound like a good time? She gets $500 plus airfare. I actually thought it was going to be a little more uh, than that. Yeah, that's, well, though, if you think about that, Lauren. But if she's doing a 13 a month, yeah. the minimum. Let's do, I'm not good at math, so we got to bust out the, ca- stupid phone. Come on, give me my calculator. <laughs> 15 times, it. or say 13 trips, 13 uh, yeah, times. 500. 500? You're making $6,500 a month. I think a lot of people would Plus sign up for that. Plus airfare, so she gets to travel. She gets you're to- making $78,000 a year, and I don't think you're getting taxed on it. I bet you people are paying you under the table. So you're making Dang. about eighty grand a year to fly around and grab people's pets. I love that. That ain't bad. That is not bad. Uh, this is kind of a creepy question, but let's just roll with it. Is there anyone who you would want to have a lock of their hair? <laughs> yeah, Lauren, let me uh, let me bust out my list of those that I want their hair. <laughs> No. A lock of George Washington's hair. Oh, that's pretty legit. <laughs> oh, you want George Washington's hair? Well, I, I was thinking like Britney Spears or somewhere. <laughs> like I wasn't thinking like, oh, holy crap, that's George Washington's hair. Okay, so a lock of his hair just sold at an auction. Give me a guess on how much you think a lock of George Washington's hair is worth. I'm going to go high on this. I'm going to go $1.3 million. I feel like that it should be. That is astronomically high. That is not even close. You are way cold. Like freezing cold. It's George Washington's <laughs> hair. I mean, I see people that buy stupid art for Make that much. Make another guess and let me remind Fine. you, you are freezing okay, cold I'm, on then that I'll, guess. I'll go $60,000. 40000 I actually may be willing to do that <laughs> because I feel like it's kind of what a big flex. What are you going to do with it? What do you do? That to me is better than a lot of the other crap you've brought up about what people spend money on, like Michael Jordan sneakers. It's George Michael Washington's Jordan's hair. Michael Jordan sneakers are way cooler than George Washington's hair. Are you kidding me? A thousand percent. Text I am us. not kidding you. You are going to get roasted. What is cooler? I Owning want MJ's shoes. That's I want, way cool. It's George Washington's like gray curly That's hair, disgusting. man. It's George freaking Washington. <laughs> it's the $1 bill. Hold on a second. Text us. You're going to get roasted. No. What is cooler to own? Michael Jordan's sneakers or a piece of George Washington's hair? It is easy. An easy answer. It's George Washington's hair. No. No. Michael Jordan's sneakers. Absolutely. Man, and those are your trending stories. I can't even carry on. The only problem with the George Washington's hair, I will say, you wouldn't want to pick that up on a windy day. (laughs) Well, there it goes. (laughs) Goodbye. What do you do with it? At you least just, with the MJ sneakers, I could put them on display or I could no, wear them for crying out loud. I would probably weave it into my hair and I would have one lone <laughs> George Washington hair. In yeah, exactly. On the side, little rat tail or oh, something. All right. It's time to fix my life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and we call this segment Fix My Life. We help fix the problems in your life. Beth is with us today dealing with an issue with her husband wanting to change everything about their life. And she's not to blame. Oh, it's gosh. actually another woman. So, hello, Beth. Good morning. Hey, hey, guys. How, hello. Hey, how are you? We're Hi, doing wonderful. Good. Okay, so give everyone the details here on Fix My Life. What do you need help with? Yeah, so my husband got this uh, idea from a friend to go visit a psychic. And um, I don't give it a whole lot of credit, but I was like, whatever. You go ahead. You do you. And um, so he's been going to her for a few weeks now. And he keeps, like, he started making changes around the house and, like, taking her advice. Like, one of the things 
she told him to do was to move the sofa so that it faced an east do- direction for whatever reason. What? Um, something okay. about his energy or his chi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he won't walk out the door at certain times of the day because the numbers aren't lined up right. Oh, anyway, it's freaking me out a little bit because okay. the latest thing she has told him that the place for him to be is in nature. And so he's looking at this huge piece of land out in the country and wants to uproot our entire life on the advice of this stranger. Whew. So okay. I'm not sure what the, do I need to, like, I'm trying to figure out, okay, do I tell him not to talk to her anymore, or do I make an appointment and go see her and, like, I don't know, work in some things that I actually need him to do? Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. Like, trees in the backyard. But okay. How about this? Oh, you, wait, are you saying, okay, so you book an appointment with the psychic, and either, you know, you yeah. go you go by yourself, you come home, and you you like have a totally different vision and she's like, she's changed her mind. She wants us to still live in our current house. Or you say you went to see her. You really don't see her. And then you yeah. come back and say, she said, never mind. Or you, you talk to this, you go to the psychic, you sit down and she starts to do her thing. You say, no, 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 hold on, sister. Here's the deal. You need to change some things up here and you need to tell me some different things because I'm not about to move out into nature and the whole thing. Wow. This is interesting. I, I can't remember what you said. You didn't encourage him to go to the psychic, but you were just kind of like, oh, sure, if you want to do that. Yeah, it was one of his one of his buddies. They were having a guy's night out, and it was just something that he mentioned. His his pal went and did it, and so my husband was like, I'll give it a swing. Just to, he's like, I'm going to go see if it's even real. Yeah. And Got so it. he's been back several times now, and now I'm kind of like, okay, one, that's, that's our money. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, and, not, and two, that's not cheap. No, not at all. And you're coming back with all these crazy things. Like, what is going on? Right. I'm sensing that your husband, I don't want to say midlife crisis, but I'm sensing that he's hes kind of looking for something more. And maybe that's why he's going to a, a psychic to help him figure out what direction should I go in in my life. And so I get that. It works for a lot of people. I know people that go and get their readings done and do this and that. It's not for me. Sounds like it's not for you either, Beth. And that's totally cool, too. But bottom line is your husband and you are a family unit. I imagine. I mean, do you guys have kids? No, we don't have any kids. Okay. Uh, we're expecting. But, oh, um, wow. So that's another See, reason why I'm like. Did the psychic predict that? Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, but this is what I mean. It's like. Not unless he you, was with her a long time ago. Several months ago. You guys are equal, you know, 50-50 in, in decisions in your life. Okay, he wants to move a sofa. Big whoop. Okay, he wants to leave the house at a certain time. All right, whatever. You may think it's kooky. But if it helps him then that's great. But once it becomes a thing where he wants to uproot your family and change your lifestyle, get a new career, that's something you both need to sit down and talk about and make a decision together. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm not sure that we can listen to the advice of the psychic. No. Beth, here's the deal. When you get married, you become now the person that he has to trust and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Like to me, advice should be coming from, we get advice from all sorts of people. We get advice from friends. We get advice from different family members. But what it comes down to is Lauren brought up. When you are married, that is your first line of defense. But that is also the person that you have to trust when you make those decisions. I would be ticked off if Lauren one day was like, listen, I think we need to move to Texas. I'd be like, well, hold on a second. 
Who are you getting this advice it. from? Yeah, but people, I'm just saying, to give credit, there are a lot of people who go to see life coaches totally, and psychics and all these things. But I think a life coach or a psychic should still say, hey, your spouse needs to be in support of this. Yeah. yeah I don't, that's true. Like, I don't that's think true. A, I don't think a psychic's like, yeah, who cares what your wife or your husband thinks? You got to do your own yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I think that matters. So let's do this. Uh, you can text us, 68719. Beth loves some other people. Help uh, fix your life, all right? Okay, that sounds good. This is Fix My Life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. Beth just called in on Fix My Life. Her husband has been seeing a psychic. And she was okay with it. She's like, oh, you want to go see a psychic? She's not okay with it anymore. She says her husband wants to, like, move to the country and move furniture and just all these wacky things in her mind that seem way off base. What do you do? When a spouse, a significant other, whether or not a psychic is involved, starts to feel like they have different life plans and life goals and life visions than you do. Well, she thought, okay, I'll allow him to go do this. He's going to feel inspiration and find himself and stuff, and it's going to help him. (laughs) Then it's gone a little too far. She's like, wait a minute. You want to do what now? Can I go see a psychic? Would you be cool with that? Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, if you felt like you needed to, I do not have anything against that uh, community? Is that the right word to say? It's a the profession, psychic right? I mean, community and the life coaches and stuff. If that's what you want to do, do you. Um, but I've been looking at some of these texts, 68719, after talking to Beth, and uh, this texter says, my wife changed her career after seeing a psychic. I supported it, and we are actually much better off now. Whew. See, I think Changing for Beth. career, wow. I told Beth right from the get-go. Go go to the psychic yourself. Go do a little psychic session and see if you can find out something for yourself yeah. or go together. And I would sit down with my husband and be like, all right, so tell me, why do we need to move out to the country here? Because I'm not happy about it. What do you do if you go together as a couple and you do like the card reading or something? Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm totally trampling on all of called, this because uh, I don't know exactly what it's called. Isn't it called tarot reading or tarot? I, I don't know. I am not sure. I'm actually not sure. Um, I'm just not educated in this department. But it, how funny would it be? You go and you do this card reading and they're like, you're not meant to be together. Or something is like in the cards that shows that you're supposed to be a single person. And then you're like, great. Okay, awesome. This, <laughs> this is the worst psychic ever ruining like, my life. Wait a minute. This yeah. doesn't add up. What about the idea, and we have a few texts supporting this idea, but either she truly goes to the psychic and gets a reading and shares that with her husband, or she says she goes to the psychic, comes back, and says, well, this is what I heard, and almost kind of battle royale and say that she's getting different advice and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, but the problem with that, the wrinkle, is that he's going to go back to the psychic and be like, really? She's like, I never saw her. I didn't tell her that. Yeah, that would be a problem. Here's the problem. Really, the main problem is you should be taking advice from each other. I feel like when you get married or when you're in a relationship, as much as you want to get outside opinions from in-laws and moms and dads and brothers and sisters and cousins and friends, at the end of the day, that is just an outside opinion. Sure. But I've met people that it's like whatever their friends tell them or Mm -hmm. their family, I mean, they're going to take their mother's opinion in higher regard than their wife's opinion. Right. I have friends like that. I'm like, dude, that's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And to a point, um, for a lot of couples, they may seek um, outside opinions and help from a therapist. And that's great. 
But you're right. You have to be on the same page and you kind of have to make sure you're making decisions together. This text says, how much is this running them? Is she okay with the price? Yeah, that's the other thing, man. Like, I just, I mean, she made it sound like it was nonchalant. Like, oh, you know, his friends, didn't he say his, they were his on a buddies. guy's night? I haven't been out on a guy's <laughs> night in a while and someone's like, dude, you've been doing those psychic readings? Got yeah, that, man. The palm reading yet? Yeah, let's go. Let's all go as the boys and go and get yeah. a psychic reading. Yeah, again, to each their own. You do you if this is what helps you in your life. But there is a line, and I think her husband is crossing it a little bit when he wants to uproot their entire family and change their life completely without her totally being on board. Because you're right, it's her life too. Yeah. She's like, well, wait a minute, you can't just drag me through this if I'm not ready. Imagine moving somewhere, the new neighbor's like, oh, what brought you to this area of town? Well, my husband says, you know, met a psychic, and he says that this is where we need to live. Okay, perfect. Sounds well, good. You well, never know. Maybe something, maybe they'll strike gold and have some fortune after moving into the country. They're going to like... End up buying land that has buried treasure yeah. on it or something. I'm official. I want to. I want to go do a. I want to do a palm reading. I'm well, gonna have should. to find one locally that does it. Or uh, maybe try it out. Can someone just call in and give me a quick reading or something like that? I'd appreciate it. Because maybe we should be doing $700 something totally dollars different. Later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday with Joey and Lauren. All right, Lauren has gathered the best Would You Rather questions that you have texted in. Would you rather work more hours per day, uh, but fewer days, or work fewer hours per day, but more days? Oh, easy. Work longer, more hours, fewer days. Easy yeah. to me. I'm with you. I actually uh, used to work four tens at a previous job, and I loved it. Now, what loved was your it. bonus day off? Um, I think I had, it was Fridays. I had Fridays off. Oh, that's off. great, yeah. Oh, it's It perfect. would suck if it's a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, like it really a Wednesday. Would, yeah. yeah, that always sucks. Like right in the middle of the week, it's like, oh, okay, what am I going to do with this random day? I always feel like 312s would be nice too. Right? A lot of police officers do 312s, a lot of nurses mm-hmm. and uh, medical workers do 312s. And I feel like I would like that. Maybe you can text us. Maybe it's terrible to have 312s and you're like, no, trust me, 5.8s is way better, but... I don't know. I would take three twelves. Yeah. Four tens is where it's at for me. Uh, would you rather have nosy neighbors or have zero relationship with your neighbors? So your neighbors are always up in your business or yeah. uh, you, you never talk to them. You've never seen them. You have no relationship. I will take zero relationship. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with, hey, my home life is my home life. Your home life is your home life. I think it's a, it's it can be a very, very tough situation the moment you cross that line and you become really involved in each other's lives and then if you ever want to pull back it's near impossible i will take zero relationship and i don't take it personally if if i don't know my neighbors i'm not like disappointed i'm like all right cool yeah whatever i'm trying to think of where i'm at right now i would say i only have a relationship with one neighbor and it's just every once in a while we'll text but i'm with you i think i'd rather have no relationship at all with my neighbors because I'm fine not knowing any of... I mean, I don't know any of our other neighbors, really. And that's okay with me. I've introduced myself. I mean, we brought our one neighbor's, like, a cake or something when they moved in. But that's it. And I'm fine with that. I'd rather you not be in my business. Yeah, to me, I think neighbors, if they totally get it, everyone's cool with that. I think the problem is some neighbors don't get it, and either they want to go way overboard, or they're, like, the opposite, which is, like, standoffish. I'm like, listen... If you're outside and I'm outside, I got no problem giving you a wave. Right. No problem giving you a wave. Do I want you to come over for dinner all the time? Probably not. But I'll wave <laughs> at you. No problem. Uh, would you rather be the star player on a losing team 
or ride the bench on a winning team? Oh, baby, ride the bench on a winning team. That's really n- absolutely, absolutely, man. That is the to me. It's all the pros and none of the cons. All the pros are, yep, you get a championship ring, you get the whole thing, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to break a sweat. You don't have coach yelling at you, screaming down your neck. What's hard is when you're a star player on a losing team, you feel like you're doing all the work. Yeah. Because you're rocking it, you're keeping the team afloat, so to speak, but you're still losing. So it's like you're putting in so much work, but you're not seeing the reward. So I I understand what you're saying. I think you're right. I think my laziness is showing because I'd be like, yeah. I'll sit around. I'll drink my Gatorade on the sideline while you guys get it done. Telling you, man, backup quarterback got to be one of the best sports gigs ever. I mean, you're a quarterback, so you're still the cool quarterback, but you're not getting pummeled and getting sacked. You're not throwing interceptions. You stand there with a clipboard and a ball cap, and the only time you got to go in is when they're injured, and that's the moment where you're like, oh, crap. And you I'm still not get a paycheck. This. Oh, yeah. You nice get a nice paycheck. paycheck. Would you rather be a part of an arranged marriage? Or spend your life as a single person. Give me that arranged marriage. I honestly, I I don't want to say I believe in arranged marriages, but I do think they work in a lot of cultures and a lot of situations. I think arranged marriages seem to work out fine. I'm just trying to think if I would last in an arranged marriage. I just see myself getting divorced. Well, I do feel bad for the other person. I feel like they <laughs> would be bummed out. They would feel like they didn't get the right end of the bargain. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm down for it. Yeah, I may be a single person. I don't know. I've, I've thought about it, and maybe I could just live my life happy and single. There are times. I don't want to be forced to be with somebody I don't want to be with. Well, I love my alone time. Like, when you go away for the weekend, I actually relish in it. Now, that problem is, is that's a weekend, so I don't know if I had that for my regular life. Yeah. But I love it when I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm home, and no one's making any noise. And I want to eat whatever I want to eat, watch whatever I want to watch. So I love single weekends, but it does stress me out if I thought about, like, the rest of my yeah. life. So you want to be in an arranged marriage. Yeah. All right. I get it. And, did you uh, pick single? I, I did. I said single. So that was the one we disagreed I, on. I said I don't, we... I don't know that I want to be forced to be with somebody I don't want to be with. Yeah. I've seen how some of those have played out. We've watched Married at First Sight. We know how it exactly. goes. And uh, those are some of your Would You Rather Wednesday questions. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's Make Up or Break Up, where we try to get you on a second date. Emily is with us. She went out with Sean. How about this? They talked for a couple of weeks before they even went out. She felt like she knows this guy. There was a lot of time spent in getting to know each other. And she said she felt the first date was very quick, very odd. He seemed to want to end it. And so we're going to try to figure things out. Hello, Emily. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. So uh, you feel like almost you've had two different versions of Sean, it sounds like, pre-date and then during the date and post-date. Yeah, absolutely. Total difference. Okay, so you guys talked for a while before you even went out. And so you were messaging back and forth. Was this just on a dating app or was this obviously you guys got each other's numbers eventually? Yeah, yeah. We were we were messaging, text messaging back and forth for some time. Uh, we both actually agreed that it was nice to get to know each other a little bit more before going on the date. And it was really, it was a nice introduction to one another. I mean, he sent some really sweet texts. Some of them would be really long. And I just I felt like I got to know this person really well. So I was expecting to have a great date that was probably going to even last, you know, like annoyingly longer than usual, like maybe a couple hours. Um, because, yeah, we just had so many things in common, so many things to talk about. I'm just so 
confused because of the date. I mean, we maybe sat for 45 minutes. I mean, like, he wow. even ended up asking for the check mm. before I felt like it was time to. And so Not I, usually I like the, very the rushed, best sign. Okay. The asking for the check is a weird, I mean, you normally never do that on a date. I'll be at a business lunch knowing we have to end it. And still when someone goes, uh, can I have the check? I'm like, you hate me? You hate me. You hate what we've done. So that's weird because obviously that is a sign of I'm ready to go because most of the time people will just wait for the check. Absolutely. I mean, that's how I feel. I, that's what I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm confused. I felt kind of weird about it. And afterwards I, I've texted him once since and I didn't get a response. And I just, I don't, I don't understand I'm confused. Yeah, okay. that that's a huge yellow flag still, you know, because yeah, it's a yellow. Yeah, yellow or an orange flag because what you're telling us is that you guys had this big kind of long text history over the last couple of weeks and now all of a sudden it's like pfft, nothing. And so that that is concerning and with him asking for the check, it's one thing if you're out to lunch and you got to get back to work, but this was a dinner date. Like you guys planned to have this date. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, so Emily, let's play a song. Let's uh, come back, and we'll call Sean with you still on the line, all right? Thank you so much. You bet. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's make up or break up. We just talked to Emily. She feels like I got two different versions of the person I was with. We messaged for two weeks before we went on a date. She said the dinner was 45 minutes, like beginning to end, and he asked for the check. Oh, that stings, right? That super stings. Not very long. I don't know what's going on. I mean, she did think other than that odd thing that they had a connection. Obviously, she wants to go out again. And what'd she say? She sent one text yeah. saying she had a good time and nothing, which to me is super concerning because they'd been texting for so long. She said a lot of times he sent really long, sweet, nice texts yeah. and not even a yeah, me too. Like yeah. there's nothing. He's writing the Bible before and now it's just like a sticky note. I mean, yeah. you're not getting much out of it. <laughs> exactly. And nobody that I know goes on a first date thinking, oh, about a nice little 45 minute first date. I mean, I, we can't even have staff meetings that are under 45 minutes. So <laughs> that concerns me a lot too. Either way, we need to call Sean and get his side of things. Hello. Hello. Is this uh, Sean? Yeah. Sean, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Uh, I, know, I, I know what this is. Okay. This is make up or break up, and I know that Emily's <laughs> on the line. Dang. Okay. Well, um, yeah, you can't be fooled. So, Sean. Our show is too darn popular. <laughs> I'm so sick of people listening to it, knowing what's going okay, on. Okay, Sean, Emily, yeah, she is listening. Um, I guess we'll just bring her on. Well, can do you, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Do you feel like you can share with us what's going on? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know exactly, you know, her version of how our day went, but I mean, I'll tell you. Well, from my perspective, how it went. Okay. I love how well, you're Emily, first like, no, no, no. All right, let's just do it. Well, Emily, I guess you could quickly just tell Sean, like, you're confused, right? Absolutely. I'm I'm so confused. I, I felt like we had such a great connection, Sean, and I, I don't understand why you haven't answered my text message and why you asked for the check so quickly and oddly. It was, I don't know. I just I feel I feel very weird and unsettled about it. Well, I mean, I'll I'll tell you why. I mean, from the moment we sat down, you get a phone call. And I was like, okay, fine. She gets a phone call. You pick it up. You say, I'm on a date. I can't speak. But then 
I, I, and I'm not even exaggerating here, like six more calls, you pick up the phone and say you're on a date. Like, who does that? Why? Like, you know, so I, in my mind, am guessing that you don't want to be there. So, I, you know, made me feel weird. Like, I didn't want to be there. So I just kind of hurried the meal along. Wow. I mean, I was just trying to be respectful and, and not be on a, on a conversation during our, our date. <laughs> but you answered the phone seven times in the middle of our date. That's disrespectful. Well, she wasn't carrying on a conversation. So, At least she was saying, hey, I'm on a date. I got to go. So over and over, you would just keep answering it. First of all, you're very popular. I can't I remember the last time I got seven phone calls in one <laughs> evening. But I apparently, Emily, need your Rolodex. I need that list of friends. Why not just let it go to voicemail, put the phone in the purse, and not deal with it? I mean, I, yeah, I guess that that could be an option. I just, you know, I, I in my mind, I've got a... I've got a lot of people that that I interact with, a lot of people that I help, and so I just want to make sure that, you know, I get back to them right away, but that they know that you're I'm okay. available. Okay, mm-hmm. that you're okay, you're yeah. safe, and anything like that. So, yeah. but this is too big of an issue for you, Sean, that you're just wanting to cut ties altogether? Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, even, even now, to me, like, seven phone calls in a 45-minute span seems weird. It seems like she, she, like, planned them, like they were, you know, done on purpose. Oh, oh like they were not done on purpose. Uh, I, I don't know. It turned me. It turned me off. But why I, would they be? Well, I mean, if they were done on purpose, like as an escape plan, like this date's not going well. Hopefully, my friends just keep calling me. Yeah, exactly. But but why would she call us to get a hold of you she if she wanted you. to get off of the date? Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's I mean. Just, it just didn't feel good. Lauren, how would you feel if you're on a date and someone is... I don't even want to say you're having a phone conversation because you really... I mean, Emily, was this a, hello, I'm on a date, I'll call you later, goodbye? Or were you like, hey, how are you doing? Good. Well, I'm actually... Yeah, I'm on a date. And, like, how much... How quick were these conversations? I mean, they're they're pretty quick. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm on a date, I'll talk mm-hmm. to you later. I mean, pretty, pretty in and out. I see both sides of this. Um, to answer your question, Joey, if I'm Sean, I personally, I think I would also be a little irritated if I'm trying to build a connection with somebody on a first date and it's just a constant, it's a distraction, right? But then, Emily, I see your side too because you're like, well, my family or friends or coworkers or colleagues might be calling and they want to make sure I'm okay. I mean, it's kind of both sides. So I don't know. Maybe it was Maybe it was a quick deny the call and then a quick text but then you're on your phone texting so oh, i don't know really i think know. texting I'm, is worse yeah uh, sean would you have rather had her text or i mean if you had to choose a quick phone call answer and hang up or texting these people what would you rather have uh i mean i guess the the answer and hang up is yeah. better than texting well because at least you hear what she's saying and you don't know what she's texting she could be like oh i'm on a date with this guy like so, da, da, da. emily right. if, if you're still interested shauna you don't sound interested but let me just throw this and see if you're interested what if we had another date and emily you promise you don't even, well you can bring your phone but it stays in the purse or it's 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 down on the, the table. You don't look no, at it. You're not answering it. She needs to have her phone it. for safety purposes. But maybe you send like a mass text to all your friends like, hey, I'm on a date from this time to this time. And would that change things? If Emily, you could, I mean, could you promise to not answer your phone on a date? Yeah, I absolutely can. I mean, I I, I guess I really didn't see, see that it was that big of a deal. But I, I, I can see what, where Sean's coming from. Uh, I'd be happy to try to not answer my phone there's a promise sean still are you not interested yeah i'm kind of over it dang okay well 
I was, I was hoping that would do it. I was hoping the little no phone promise. But either way, I guess I hate Emily. When this happens, because I feel like it could be solved. But. Yeah. Yeah, but Emily, I mean, how many phone calls have you gotten during this call? Has your phone been buzzing? You good to go? <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. We have a list for you. Well, I have a list. Lauren hasn't seen this list. And I've already got a lot of issues with it. I found a list of the 10 of the most inappropriate places to flirt. Okay. Oh, no. Now, Lauren is a flirting expert. I mean, this is something <laughs> that you flirted in all sorts of different situations and scenarios, right? I'm sure. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. Have I flirted before? Yes. I you, can think of you some. You have flirted yeah. once before. I can think of some very inappropriate places to flirt. I will well, say that. I'm going to give you the top 10 places Kay. that are inappropriate to flirt at. Number 10. And you can tell me once I give you the place, you can say if you agree or disagree. Okay. Number 10 is at work. I actually think this is fine. I mean, I'm not encouraging it, but I think if there is uh, a little bit of mutual connection. Mm, I disagree. I think it's inappropriate to flirt at work, especially because I think it makes other people uncomfortable and it's the workplace. It's supposed to be professional. Yeah. So I don't know. I would disagree. I realize. Or I would agree, I guess. We have training coming up on this kind of thing, I think, next week with our company. So if our HR department (laughs) is listening, I didn't mean that. Uh, Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. That's all I was saying. Uh, but at work is number 10. Uh, number nine, this seems simple enough, on a date with somebody else. Oh, bad time to flirt snap. with the, the waiter or the waitress. That feels like it should be number one yeah. to be flirting with someone else while you're with someone else. Now, most common scenario of someone flirting with somebody else on a date, I'm just going to guess and say probably bartender would be the number one answer, right? Mm, of anything, yeah. but I don't know how many people go on a date and sit at the bar. That's kind of a Bartender, weird place. Bartender, server, yeah. somebody that's kind of in addition to your date. Yep. They're involved in your date, kind of. And some people could also say, I mean, we've had it on Makeup or Breakup where some people feel like they were flirting when they're just like, I was just trying to be friendly. That's me. Remember? I said, I'm just friendly. I'm not flirting. I'm friendly. Yeah. Uh, number eight, most inappropriate place to flirt is a parent teacher conference. <laughs> Yeah, that's not Well, good. listen here, Mrs. Johnson. My little son, Timmy, he just, he has a mind of his own. Have I told you your eyes are very beautiful <laughs> yeah. today? He says you're pretty, and I don't blame him. Oh, I, no. I can see that. Yeah, that's you know, not my, good. My son says yeah, you're very gorgeous, and I'll be honest, he, he was right. <laughs> uh, number seven is your therapy appointment. Don't be flirting with oh. your therapist. Yeah, not a good idea. I can understand why people would assume that a therapist is flirting with them. I, in fact, if you are a therapist, you can let us know. I'm sure you've been flirted with a ton. Because especially if you're talking about your relationship and you're like, I just need someone like you. Oh, no. therapist, yeah. Yeah, that is inappropriate. Number six most inappropriate place to flirt is in line for the bathroom. It just seems, I've never been (laughs) full bladder and been like, yeah, this is the time. How many times in your life are you waiting to go into a bathroom? That just feels like a very specific thing. I'm thinking a concert or a sporting event where the line's out the door and I've never sat there. Like, like, I just want to flirt with the person behind Uh you or in front of you. Uh, In the underwear or intimate section of a department. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of a Christmas vacation with uh, the dad was flirting with the the, the underwear salesman or saleswoman. Fumbling over all his his words. All right, here we go. Top four. Okay. Number four, job interview. Oh, No matter what you think. That's bad. Do not flirt. Now, some people could think it's a strategy almost. Like, hey, I'm going to flirt with the person so you can get this job. No, you don't want the job if that's how you're going to get it. No. Okay. Number three, a funeral. 
Yeah, that Sorry. was my top. When you first yep. brought up this list, that was the first thing I thought of was flirting at a funeral seems wildly inappropriate. Sorry for your loss. What are you doing after this? <laughs> I can't think of a better transition. Can you imagine? Uh, number two is the gym. They just say it's too <laughs> stereotypical. People are just trying to lose weight and people are not focused on flirting while they're at the gym trying to work yeah, on the fitness. I'm going to disagree with that in a way because I personally do not want to be flirted with at the gym. Like, it's tacky. Leave me alone. But the reason why I'm giving this a pass, there are so many people who have met at the gym that are couples now. And it they does met feel tacky, though, because it's like, oh, it's because I'm, you know, I mean, a lot of people at the gym don't wear many clothes. And so it feels tacky to me. Like, oh, you want to hit on me because I'm in a sports bra? It kind of feels gross. Sure. And number one, most inappropriate place to flirt is a hospital waiting room because huh. of anxiety. I actually That's number 1. Is a funeral worse? What would be your number 1? A funeral? A funeral was worse and then job interview. That seems like it should be on top 2. Could you imagine? Job interview is interesting. I can see why people would maybe think that I'll flirt. I can I can understand why someone thinks of I flirt. Hospital waiting room. I just they say anxiety's high. So you could be that calming voice like, "Oh, your son just broke his leg." That's okay. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I, I, I'm too busy, and my mind is elsewhere when I'm at the hospital. I'm not thinking about flirting with anyone around me. So you tell us, text us, 68719, inappropriate places to flirt. Or tell us a story about a time that someone was very inappropriate with you in a place that was weird where they flirted. Yeah. Tell us about a time you were in a spot, and you're like, are you flirting with me right here, right now? Seriously? Yeah. It's Joey and Lauren. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Before we get to the most inappropriate places to flirt, we'll give you the list and then uh, we'll get your submissions. Let's get the Lauren cheese. Which sport involves the most chewing? Which sport involves the most chewing? Gumball. You know, like not baseball. Yeah, it actually, it actually took me a football, second. Football, but gumball. <laughs> it actually, it really did. It actually took me a second. All right, uh, so we gave you a list of the ten most of uh, the most inappropriate places to flirt. Here's the top three. Number three was funeral. Number two was gym, and number one was a hospital waiting room. So we asked you to text us six eight seven one nine. What is an inappropriate place to flirt? And do you have a story of you were in a place that feels inappropriate and there was somebody flirting with you? This texter says, I'm a dental hygienist and the man I was working on his teeth was flirting with me. So let's just say I went a little extra hard on his gums. Oh, no kidding. (laughs) That's it. You went a little extra hard How on his gums. How do you gums. even Take flirt that. at the dentist because you're sitting there going, ah, ah, ah. Are you winking at her? Yeah, I, like how does that's that? awful. And by the way, they are seeing the most unflattering view of you laying down with your mouth wide open and seeing inside your gums and all oh, that. Oh, it's bad. Uh, this texture says, I'm a massage therapist and I hate it when people flirt with me while on my table. Oh, I gosh, can imagine. Yeah. I know. That's awful. But I'm sure it happens all the time. Um, family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't flirt at a family. Hey, second cousin twice removed. I'm okay with that. Um, I can't even count how many texts have rolled in that say the gynecologist's oh, office yeah, would be a sure. terrible place for flirting. For sure. um, this texture also says dental hygienist, your doctor, flirting okay. with your doctor. Man, I'm trying to think at the dentist if I've ever thought to myself, let me flirt with the dental hygienist? No, I mean, I really haven't. I mean, even back Just to my single inappropriate. days. It, with any scenario, whether it is dental hygienist or a massage therapist or somebody that is there 
giving you a service and you're there paying. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. You're there in a professional setting. Why on oh, earth would you cross that line? I feel so, so terrible for massage therapists because I, I know this has to happen all the time. I'm yeah. sure it does. And I'm sure it's super annoying and super rude and super inappropriate. And you're just like, whatever, dude. I'm just here to give you a massage. Yep, just doing my job. But the, um, but the dentist, it's just weird to me. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be like, yeah, when my mouth is wide open, this is where it, this is where it happens. Um, I'm an attorney, and I've had clients flirt with me, ah, and it's so okay. weird. Okay. Is that is that, you think, a ploy or a plan for them to see if they can get, like, lower legal fees or something? Like, maybe they're yeah, like, maybe he won't that. charge me as much. I don't know about What that. about the auto shop? I thought about that. I could see, <laughs> I could see some flirting happening with, like, uh, my radiator's out. Well, my engine still roars for you, baby. But my heart is wide open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you can keep texting us 68719. Time to name that lyric with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play a game we call Name That Lyric. We read lyrics. You just have to tell us who sings the song. You don't even have to sing it. Serena is playing with us today. Oh, hello, that's Serena. That's... <laughs> hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Name That Lyric. And you are going against me today. And I got to tell you, I spent all night last night just reading song lyrics, preparing for this moment where we battle it out. All That's right. That's not going to help you at all because you have no idea what song. I just I read every song lyric of all time. <laughs> spent all uh, night. Speaking of the well, lyrics, I actually left the lyrics on the printer. I printed them out, but um, it's okay. I just did a quick Google search. <laughs> So I got him in front of me. We're good to go. Serena, aren't you glad we prepare well for this show? I mean, we really, we put in the hard work that you need to run a good morning Is show. Is anyone surprised, though, that I would be slacking? No. no Nobody's surprised by that. All right. Are we both ready? It sounds Serena. about like my day. Yeah. Exactly. Serena and Joey, you guys ready? I'm ready. All right. Yes. Here we go. All right. Whoever said money can't solve your problems must not have had Enough money to solve them. Mm, that sounds familiar. They say which uh, one? Ariana Grande. Yes. What? What's the song? I gotta uh, have the song. Seven. The Seven Rings. Yes, <laughs> Holy moly! Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> we we have. Pla- <sighs> That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing. Serena. Clearly, Ariana Grande's number one fan. Yeah, I was going to say, you're obviously a big That's Ariana right. Grande fan. Wow. <laughs> that, that didn't take long. Where, what part of that song is that? So I went really random right in the middle of the song, and it was whoever said money can't solve your problems must not have had enough money to solve them. I'm trying to remember how that they goes. They say which one. I say not. I want all of them. Yeah, whoever said money. I can't do Happy it. Happiness is the same price as red bottoms. Well, I can't sing it, Oh, is that it, how it goes? Did you hear that, My Serena? My smile is beaming. My skin is, is gleaming. gleaming. The, the way, way it shines, you know. You see it. You see it. You see it. You see it. Okay. <laughs> We're having too much fun. Serena, way to go. We're going to hook you up. Fantastic performance. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. Nice job. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. We've got to get to the futures now. Now, I'm all about this. You know me. I'm fine with robots taking over, flying cars, the whole thing. I'm all about the future, all about technology. You're still waiting on your flying car, your hoverboard, yep. and all the things that you saw in Back to the Future. I know. Back to the Future, really, I can't remember if it was 2016 or whatever the year was. It's already passed. And uh, we are definitely off track for the hoverboards and all that kind Yet of stuff. Yet on Back to the Future, they still had corded phones. I know. That's the but one they, thing. They still had corded phones. 
but they kind of had a FaceTime. Yeah, they did thing. have FaceTime and Skype or and the、Zoom. whole thing. Yeah, yeah,、right. they totally did because they have in the scene, remember, like the whole screen pops up or comes、yep. down or whatever.、Mm-hmm. So they had that figured out, but we just don't have flying cars yet. So I'm a little disappointed. But I did see a commercial yesterday. This blew my mind. I think it's Samsung. Maybe I'll have to look it up. So I don't know the company for sure, but I saw this commercial. For this smart fridge. Now, you've seen fridges before. Oh, yes. It has the screen on yeah, it yeah, yeah. where you can like check your Facebook, which、yeah. I'm like, you have problems if you need to check your Facebook at the fridge. Because then I'm like, you're really addicted to social media. You take your kid's tablet away, you catch them in the middle of the night just standing、right. by the fridge checking their Twitter and Instagram. Is that for people that like to update their status about what they're eating for lunch?、Maybe. They're just making it、I、easy. Hey, we'll put it on the fridge so you can update people right then and there. But this is even、fridge. cooler than that, okay? I don't care about that. I、okay. don't care about having my social media on my fridge. I'm with you. I think it's a little crazy. And those fridges have been around for years. This is new. I saw this commercial, insane. So it's got a screen on your fridge. You click a button and it shows you the inside of your fridge, right? Which is also something that a lot of fridges have had. So there's like this opening. Okay, so you don't have to open your fridge. Yeah. Does it show? Is it like via camera? I think it's, just- no, I think it's via camera. I think it's、Whoa. via camera. So I don't think it's like a glass opening.、Okay. I think it's camera. But here's where it's different. And this blew my mind. You click this button. The camera shows the inside of the fridge and then it scans your fridge. It points out the ingredients. Like if you have a tomato sitting in your fridge, it'll scan it and it'll say you have a tomato and it'll scan these ingredients and then it pops up a recipe that you could make with those ingredients. And you can click it and then you、What? get all the steps. It blew my mind. So, it'll just randomly、yes. find whatever you have in your fridge and yeah, help me, you figure out what to eat and give you a recipe. Yeah, I'm going to look it up.、What? I think it's a Samsung Smart、know? Fridge. That's kind of creepy. I know. It's, it's insane, man. It freaked me out.、Um, it's door and door, refrigerators. See, they have a bunch of them, so I don't even know which one it is. Well, I'll look up. I'll do some digging here. I'll do fridge that gives you recipes. Yeah, here we go. The, the Family Hub Smart Fridge is what it is. By the way, this is not an endorsement, okay? Oh, yeah, maybe it's Family a, Hub. I maybe see it's a it. crappy fridge. I don't know. Maybe it's way overpriced. It looks so fancy. It's $5,000. It's $5,000? Yeah, that's why. Well, wait a minute. That's the Samsung. What's the? Oh, the Family Hub. Is that what you said? Yeah. $3,500 yep. at Best Buy. Oh, wow. $3,500. Yeah. So literally, it pops up recipes, it scans your fridge. So. It knows.、That's、it's going to see. It's going to be like, oh, you got, a, you got a half thing of minced garlic. You got、yep. some pasta in there. I don't know why you'd have pasta、uh, in the he- fridge. Headline here on this story says New fridge gives you recipes based on your soon to expire food. So it'll say food that is going to go bad soon. It'll give you recipes so you don't waste the food. That's insane. By the way, this article came out in 2018. So you're behind the、oh, times. Oh, I'm, beh- I'm that behind? This commercial I just saw yesterday. So, I mean, that's probably a new version. You,、yeah. you probably saw the latest and greatest yesterday, but the article that I'm looking at was from a couple years but ago. But it shows this guy, and、that's、he just、crazy. clicks this button, and literally on the screen, it shows a tomato, and it just goes, Tomatoes.、Uh, it had like cauliflower or something. And then it says, Would you like to make this with these three ingredients? What? And then he clicked it, and then they made it. It's insane, man. Are you、that's、ready for、amazing. this? Amazing. I'm ready for this, man. I'm ready for robots to take over the whole、this、thing. This is great for my laziness because it's really hard for me to figure out what to make 
and what goes good together. And then by the end of it, I'm like, ah, let's just get a pizza. Does this creep you out, though? Some people say this is the worst thing ever. Like, this, this is okay. terrible news. I wouldn't say it's the worst thing ever. There are worse things in the world than a fridge that's trying to help you not waste your food by giving you <laughs> recipes, okay? But it is a little strange where you're like, oh, there's, like, cameras, and it's like, what? Like, you know, some people may think conspiracy, like, is somebody tapping yeah. into my fridge? Here's the next thing you're going to do. You're going to have a diet mode. You're going to turn on diet mode, and then, like, you'll open your fridge, and you'll grab, like, a donut or something. And it'll and smack it'll be you. Like, are you sure you want to eat that right now? It'll spray you Joey, in the face with water. You tubby tubby. <laughs> I don't think you should have that ice cream. Wait a minute. Did you say a donut? Yeah. For listen, anybody who puts a donut in a fridge, that's I'm having terrible. a terrible time thinking of examples of what goes in a fridge. <laughs> I feel like on the air, I've forgotten everything that goes into a ice fridge. Ice cream. Ice cream goes into freezer, the freezer. Technically, yeah. but you get my drift. <laughs> Joey and Lauren in the morning. We wrap up the show with asking the question, what did we learn today? And Lauren, we have learned a lot about inappropriate places to flirt and some of y'all's stories, man. I oh know. my gosh. You would think like a funeral's the worst place. I mean, we've we've heard stories from a lot of people of crazy places they've been flirted with or have flirted with someone. Uh-huh. So just going to pop through some of these texts. This one says, my ex was a male massage therapist and so many people would flirt with him all the time. I, I get it. Like, I have got, I mean, I don't get flirting with your massage therapist, but I. It's inappropriate. Having recently got a massage, it is a very weird thing because I'm like, <laughs> well, you're you're rubbing all over my body. I feel like I need to flirt with you. And no, you're like, no, no, no. That's no. weird. I, I'm not saying to do it. I'm no, saying. it's bad. People think automatically, oh, you're touching me. You must like me. I'm like, no, it's their job. Yeah. This texture says, I got asked out by a banker when I was getting my name changed on my bank account after my divorce. <laughs> Gosh. Come on. That's so no. fresh, too. Like, you're just getting your name changed. Oh, so you're not married anymore. Well, in that case, hubba, how, hubba. About, how about I save you some interest rate? I don't yeah, man. <laughs> whatever that, bankers say. Tell you, I want to be in a relationship with someone that could <laughs> save me on interest rates. Right. Um, I've had my doctor flirt with me. No. That feels, I mean, all of this is inappropriate. Let's oh. throw out that disclaimer. Yeah. But also, wouldn't that be... Is that a HIPAA violation? I mean, I know you can't share personal information. Can you flirt or is that a it's HIPAA a thing too? It's a violation of something. That's yeah. for sure. It's terrible. Uh, this texture says, working as a receptionist, men would call multiple times in a row flirting with me just because they like the sound of my voice. Come on. Yeah, that's here. that's a thing though. I mean, there are people that have, definitely have an attractive voice. I remember I did sports radio for the longest time and I had a fill-in co-host and we had a female call in. And like after we went to commercial, he's like, she sounded pretty, huh? I was like, dude, that's so weird, man. Like, just because a girl called yeah. into a sports radio station doesn't mean... It's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, this texter says, it was a woman who actually flirted with me at my grandfather's funeral. Okay. She was I mean, an extended relative from the other side. Ooh. Disclaimer, I was not related to her. <laughs> But she had the audacity to come on to me at my grandfather's funeral. Holy cow. I just don't know where you when you make that decision to flirt there. I mean, you don't go to a funeral thinking, man, I'm going to meet some hottie today. Well, how about this? This texter, I like their way of thinking. They said, no one knows when love will strike. Everyone is so worried about what others think. Flirt always. Always flirt. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. Flirt always. No matter the situation, just keep on flirting. No matter how creepy, flirt always. No, I like it. That's a a good way to live, right? Just who knows when love will hit you. Well, if you missed the show, please listen back to the Joey and Lauren On Demand podcast. It's amazing. You can hear it every day, uninterrupted, anywhere you find your podcast. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand.